football world. This is the fourth quarter football podcast presented by me, Joey Buttfumble, Justin, aka Only Real Takes, and Dan. In today's episode, we're discussing Justin's best bets, our locks of the week, our week six predictions, our bottom five teams, and spin that punishment wheel. Let's get right into it. How's it going, guys? Justin here. Today, I'm here to talk a little bit about gambling and betting for you. I'm your money-making expert. I love parlays, best bets, locks, you name it. Today, I have three best bets for you. So what far, four and five on these best bets. Ooh, Ooh. That's actually a pretty good record. Not bad, but I went 0-3 last week. I was, I will say, I was 4-2 and two before, so... This one, this last week hurt, but it's in the past. We're forgetting yes, about moving it. moving on. Let's get that record above 500. We're, we're moving on. We're getting above 500. The first one I actually like so far. We're watching the game live right now. Both teams already scored. We have the Bucks versus the Eagles. The over is 52 and a half, and I have that hitting. Secondly, Colts versus Texans. I have the Texans covering this one. Colts looked really good last week, and I think Vegas and a lot of the betters have seen that as well. But I think they're giving them a little bit too many points over the Texans. I think the Texans are a good team as well. They're better than people think. I think they're a little bit inconsistent. I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts came out hot. But I still like the Texans' chances. And thirdly, I have the Rams versus the Giants, the under-hitting at 48.5. These are two defensive power teams. Main reason being is the Giants just have way too many injuries this week. Especially if Daniel Jones doesn't play. Saquon's not going to play no matter what. Uh, Kenny Galladay's doubtful. Uh, A lot of injuries on the defensive side as well and the offensive line. Even the Rams are dealing with some injuries. Aaron Donald's currently questionable as well. So uh, a lot of injuries in this game. I think it's going to be lower scoring than people expect. The Rams, even though they can put up 50 points, I don't think they're going to need to in this game. I also think the Giants' defense are going to be able to keep them under that. So those are my three best bets. We're moving on, boys. Next best segment. Best of the best bets. Next moving segment. on. All right. Going into our next segment, we have Spin That Punishment Wheel. So, Joe, again, for the second week in a row, loses one of his locks. Oh, my Joe, gosh. Joe, what, what lock did you lose this week? Or this past week? This past week, I lost the Raiders over Bears lock. Um, I was kind of overconfident in how the Raiders were going to perform this week, so a little disappointed there. I think I've I, that was a very you said I've lost game. two weeks in a row. Yep, I'm going to come clean here. I've actually lost three weeks in a row. Oh, we didn't have a punishment wheel for the first week that we did the podcast, so we'll leave oh. it at that. Yeah, <laughs> so we're going to leave it at better. that. I got to get better. Yeah. All right. So going right into it, I have the wheel up. Uh, our punishments are selfie with the or. Selfie to a random person in your contacts. Uh, tell a person in the street you're in love, love with them. them. DM Jackson Mahomes saying yep. he's a good dancer. Email to Penn State. Telling them that Joe Paw knew. Eat a hot pepper. And then post uh, on Instagram story that you're a Steelers fan. Correct. Which would be tragic. That would be and rough. And Joe is the punishment getter again this week. We're spinning it now. Spin that punishment wheel. Punishment wheel. Oh my goodness. Oh, this is the best one for me. 
We yeah. gotta eat a pepper. For me. Eat hot so pepper. So fun yeah, fact about me, I'm, most of you probably already know this who are listening, but I have in fact eaten the world's hottest chip. Eating a hot pepper is going to be nothing for me. What is well, we'll it? We'll see. Yeah, is it going to be a, a jalapeno, a habanero? No, I no. think it's got to be up there. I up think it's got to be a ghost pepper. Oh, go, now you guys yeah. are going to say ghost pepper? It just says hot. Well, the thing is, it has to be hot for you because it says hot pepper. A jalapeno. See, Dan and I could do jalapenos too, I think. I think you are underestimating a jalapeno. Fresh jalapenos, I, I'm a, I like hot. I'm a hot person as well, just like you. Yeah, we're both flaming hot over here. All right. Fresh help. And I know Dan can handle his heat. He doesn't prefer mm-hmm. it, but. He can handle it. Well, regardless, we'll have that posted on our TikTok at some point next week. So um, why don't we move on to our predictions? All right. All right. So come in hot with our week six predictions spicy spicy related to the pepper that i have to eat this week but (laughs) we'll be talking about the game that is live right now um it's kind of cheap but you know i mean it's it's a competitive game through the first quarter so we can still give a pretty fair prediction Um, starting off with the buccaneers at the philadelphia eagles something funny that we all were just talking about actually was how there are a bunch of memes going around right now about Antonio Brown being right. Yes. Um, he kind of struggled. As we all know, people were making jokes about his CTE in the past couple of years with this whole Steelers drama, then Bills, and then Raiders. Where did he land? The Buccaneers. He's happy now. But and he was on the Patriots for a little bit of time as He well. was. He was on the Patriots. Mm-hmm. How have his... What, what have his storylines developed as? I know one of them was that this big ben was kind of a diva yeah how's that turned out he was right right big ben's a diva uh, I'd say w. So. w w in that sense so what are what are his other two storylines yeah D- dan what, what's what's the another one um well we just saw we talked about it last podcast about john gruden oh my goodness his yeah. rough time on the raiders did not get along with gruden at all we no. saw played on the practice squad and i think one game or one preseason game the Raiders. He actually did claim he went out of his way to say that John, John Gruden, Gruden was, was racist, racist as well, which yes. people at the time called crazy and just took it as Antonio Brown as CTE. He's insane. Uh, John Gruden's insane. Look and how his look how it's turning out though. Yeah, it Maybe really he is. Was right, revenge tour. There, there was one more take that he had that seems like it's coming in to fruition as well, and that juju he he claimed he went to the extreme that juju was absolutely nothing without him where i'd say juju's an above average player in the nfl but he definitely wasn't the player that the steelers hoped that he would become no people uh i I think especially when they first got rid of antonio brown thought juju was going to take over that role and he tried it out for a season and it just didn't work you know he put up decent numbers but he wasn't putting down uh, 1300 yard no nope. 12 touchdown seasons was not replacing so AD. i i think just a big thing to think about though a lot of it in the nfl as like mental health today i know it's a serious topic it's coming into a big thing people really made fun and slandered antonio brown's name now don't get me wrong he's not a perfect human he made a lot of mistakes oh but yeah but i think just mistakes. because somebody has that issue doesn't mean you just automatically call them crazy 
uh, even though those were bolder takes, specifically the one about Gruden, where that's a serious topic and people just immediately threw it off as Antonio Brown's just a crazy person. So I, I like that. But yeah, on it's to, been on interesting to, to see these develop. On, on to the game. We actually, it's the score is 14 to 7 right now. Antonio Brown just scored. Antonio yeah. Brown just scored a touchdown. OJ Howard yep. has a touchdown. And who did we see who scored for the it Eagles? Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz, Ertz scored a touchdown for the Eagles. So couple huge plays already this is a high scoring game to start i know i picked that as one of my best bets but i really do think i wrote these out earlier today before the games even started but i know earlier going into this game brady had a questionable injury i know it was a right thumb injury and it really didn't turn out to be anything he's still throwing the ball well he still looks good maybe that could turn into something later in the year i don't know if maybe after the season that might be something that's looked at but yeah his age is it seems like he could play through it i think so or at least as of right now as of right now he, he has two touchdowns through the first quarter so i'd say so well and i just want to talk about how well the eagles have been doing oh my gosh um offensively at least i think that if jalen hurts just keeps developing we said this on last week's podcast i kind of had a bold take about his development Mm -hmm. but he seems to be on the right track i think him and Devontae smith are going to hook up for a couple of touchdowns I, i think a big thing as well that people don't people are talking about in the preseason but originally zach ertz was holding out and it looked like they were trying to trade him or at least get rid of him and uh, dallas goddard was hyped up a ton i remember and he's still having a decent season but the eagles heavily target their tight end so just imagine the connection that he would have if Ertz wasn't there with goddard and hurts as well so i i really think the eagles offense at least right now has so much potential so i think on the game itself how I predicted it out. I said the Eagles are going to keep it closer. My actual prediction was that they're going to cover plus seven, which was the spread. Uh, I believe they're still, they have a good chance of covering. Again, this is high scoring. It can't end anyway, but at the end of the day, I do have the Bucks winning this one. Uh, Dan, what, what were your predictions on this game? Yeah, I know the Eagles are good, whatever, but I don't think this is their season. This is clearly the Bucks season. Oh, again. yeah. Oh, yeah. And yes. coming off the championship, I think the Bucks. We'll have a good game here. I think the Eagles will show glimpses already. They already have, but I think the Bucks got this one. But we'll see how the Eagles finish off for the rest of the season. Yeah. yeah. One thing that I want to watch during this game is going to be their offensive line, the Eagles. Yeah. Um, because I know the Buccaneers have a pretty stout defense, and I think the uh, Eagles will have to be able to put up with that. They don't really have a, a too strong of a run game. They use Miles Sanders. Eh. eh. But... You know, eh. we'll have to watch that, out. That for should it be a one. difference maker, I'd say, in the sense that the Bucks arguably have the best run defense in the NFL right now. Oh. Another thing to look for is on the off side of that, the Eagles have one of the worst run defenses, and the Bucks are slowly starting to get Fournette involved, slowly getting mm-hmm. his carries up. You know, they're not using Rojo as much as they have last year. I know a lot of that. Fumble we talked guy. about due to mm-hmm. fumbles and turnovers and just mistakes. So maybe. Uh, Bruce Arians might want to get him more involved in that sense. But uh, outside of that, Joey, did you have any different opinions on this game between me and Dan? Who, what was oh, your no. reasoning for your final I'm prediction? definitely picking the Buccaneers. Um, and again, it's just it's kind of an obvious pick to me. I think they're the favorites, yeah. and they're the favorites for a reason. Um, the Eagles just have a lot of holes on, the, again, that offensive line. I think they've been struggling to find solid starters that play every week. So until they get that figured out, um, they also have some questions on defense that they need to figure out as well. So, yeah, I don't have them winning this one. I yeah, have the that makes sense. That's very reasonable. Speaking of which, offensive line graphic 
popped up. Yep. Yeah, They're for gonna, the Eagles. That, yep. That's a big issue. Exactly. I, I think uh, let's move on to our Sunday games uh, we can do. And I want to say this is the first week of bye weeks. Yes. Heading into the NFL season, which if you pay, play fantasy, it's huge. But it's also huge for us as well because we like to talk about every single game every week so we got a couple teams we're not going to be mentioning as much out there no today. which is sad Falcons, however saints jets niners yes the ones thank you daniel so four teams on by this week from here on in the season out that'll be the case uh the other comment that i'll make is we do have another 9 30 a.m game in joey where's this game located london yep in london <laughs> and it's the home team, London Jaguars versus the Dolphins. It's nice to see the Jaguars back in London. Yes. Yeah. It's nice to see them in their home stadium. Where they yes. belong. Where they belong. Yes. I honestly, in the future, I would not be surprised if they relocated. Like if, not at all. If the NFL becomes like a global Which um, th- there's been talks enterprise, about. I'm sure. Sh- well, I'm sure the NFL would love to, you know, just make more money. Yes. So always. Not always. But I think... In the next 10 years, I would not be surprised if the yeah. Jaguars relocated to London. wouldn't be surprised either. Dan, uh, what are your predictions on this game and the Dolphins-Jags? I mean, battle of the bad teams, really. Yeah, really. We, oh, yeah. we always have like a bottom-of-the-barrel yeah. matchup every week. Yep. But I don't know. I have some hope for the Jaguars this game. I'd like to see them win at home in London. Yeah. But I just think it's going to be hard. Still with Urban Meyer issues. Still with Trevor Lawrence um, against Brissett and the Dolphins, though, this yeah. might be their best bet. It might be their best bet, but historically, sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you off. No, you're good. The, a rookie quarterback hasn't scored a touchdown in London since Derek Carr. Wow. Year. So I would be surprised. Like we, we look to see if Trevor Lawrence can turn that around. Yeah. Um, my thing, I do you have the Jaguars then, Daniel? Or do you have mm. the Dolphins? I'll go Jaguars. You're gonna I'll, have the, I'll okay. say they get the okay. first win. Why not? I would love to see the Jaguars. The Jaguars, I have the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Understand. The Jaguars will win this game under one condition. They get James Robinson <laughs> involved. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They, sure. they have to go to him. I think it benefits rookie quarterbacks especially to have a solid run game, something to lean on in case your like morale gets a little low. Hand the ball off for, you know, a drive, maybe. Um, ten minute drives are always fun for rookies too. Builds their confidence. Oh yeah. Um, and so I think if the Dolphins' defense, who has been you know, kind of good this year, not great because it is still the Dolphins. Um, they blitz a lot. Yeah, they do. And if they scare Trevor Lawrence too much. Um, I just don't see them winning, which is why I have the Dolphins. I think they're going to blitz Trevor Lawrence too much, and I think that he's going to get all scared. Um, he's coming off of his two best games of the season so far, so I'm hoping that he can kind of capitalize off of this run. But I just, I, I'm, I like going with the high upside picks, but just not in this one. I have the Dolphins. Justin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say right off the bat again, two bad teams. However, I'm going with Dan on this one. I'm picking the Jaguars Whoa. for the upset. Uh, if I bet on it, I'd pit the Jaguars to cover the spread because I do think it's going to be a closer game. It is. This be could close. be one of those games where it could end up being a field goal that decides it or a couple points that decide it. Yep. Main reason I am picking the Jaguars is due to still the Dolphins dealing with major injuries to both starting corners and Brissett is still dealing yeah, with that Brissette's injury as well. Yeah, they're going to play him. The Dolphins are looking yeah. really rough right now, especially playing an injured quarterback. I just don't think that's a smart move, especially when you're already struggling on the season. 
I think the Jags, even though they were dealing with that Urban Meyer issue, I honestly think the team itself, it hasn't impacted them as much as people expected. The team almost made a joke out of it. I know we talked about when they closed yeah. the huddle. That one, one two, week. three, grind. I think that's promising. I think their rookies, their young guys are starting to get involved more. And like Joey said, I think they're going to be forced to get this run game going this week. I'm picking the Jaguars in this <clears> one. Yep, like it. Yeah, what's our, what's our next game, Joey? All right, so two to one on that one. Our next game is going to be a divisional matchup. Oh. You know I love bringing up all those divisional it's matchups. It's a big yeah, game. I mean, it, this is a historic game. Yeah, yeah it is. It's uh, Whenever the Packers and the Bears play, it just reminds you of, you know, like 1930s football. Ooh. Um, I mean, this yeah. is going to be – it's all going to center around how the Bears' defense matches up against the Green Bay Packers' offense because obviously those are the two kind of um, keynotes of each team. And I think that the since, like, the loss of David Montgomery and Damian Williams will devastate the Bears' like, already struggling offense, they're really going to have to rely on that, like, lockdown defense against this hot Green Bay Packers' offense – um, they're undefeated since that week one loss against the Saints, which was like a huge wake-up call. Yeah, it was. And I have the Packers pulling out this one. I think that it could be competitive, but I don't think Justin Fields is ready to beat a divisional rival yeah. like uh, like the Packers. I mean, obviously he beat the Lions, but I meant yeah. top-tier divisional rival. I agree with Joe. I think the Packers have looked great since week one. Um I think they still have some spots where teams can take advantage of, but I don't think the Bears will be able to. Um, Big win for the Bears against the Raiders last week, but um, Packers just have looked great. Rodgers is back into his MVP MVP form of last season, connecting with Adams, I think. But um, we'll see. We'll see if the Bears keep it competitive, but I got the Packers. Justin. Yeah, so the Bears on paper, they look like they are heating up together. And it also looks like the Packers, four games in a row, are heating up. However, the one comment I will make is uh, they really, if you watch the games, the Packers don't look amazing right now, especially last week against the Bengals. They looked super sloppy. I really don't think they have a ton of just, like, huge, impressive wins like they had in the regular season last season. They don't. However, I think the Bears still, they one, they have some injuries coming into this week. I know Allen Robinson and Darno Mooney are dealing with injuries uh, Damian Williams, Williams, their backup running back, is dealing with an injury as well. So they could be going with their third string running back. I think because of that, the Bears offense is going to be struggling a little bit this week. And it's always fun. I will say specifically in this divisional matchup, no matter how good or bad the teams are, I think it's always a close game. So if I had to bet yeah. on it, I think I'd bet the Bears to cover the spread. However, I think the Packers are still going to win the game. So money line straight up W. I'm picking the Packers in this one. The Packers are yeah. still without David Bakhtiari. They are. Jair Alexander. Yep. And Zadarius Smith. So yes. they're pretty banged up on defense. They are. I do know, I believe, uh, Robert Tunyon's hurt as well yep. right now. One hit wonder from last season. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I, I will say uh, he was, even this season, he's turning into Rodgers, I think. He was turning into his second favorite target. I do think Rodgers is getting Randall Cobb a little bit more involved uh, now that he's been on the team. So, I think as that's well interesting. I'm a big handcuff running back guy, too. And yeah. with um, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, I think, you know, that's always yeah. a good. That, that's the other injury I forgot to bring up. Aaron Jones is dealing with a little bit of an injury right now as well, too. Yes. So, I think we're going to see a little bit more A.J. Dillon this week. Which is not a bad season. backup. Yeah. Why the hell not? Not at all. He he might have the second. I honestly think his quads, if Bigger. you look, 
they're bigger. Yeah. And I honestly we think need, a little bit more defined than Saquon's. We need a measure off. We do. For sure. I, I think they need, there needs to be a quad off. Mm-hmm. A quad off. All right. Just like the uh, gritty off. Yeah. yeah. Dan, oh, well, what's that's our, easy. Daniel, yeah, easy. Justin Jeffries. Daniel, what's our next game? Our next game is the Cincinnati Bengals in Detroit playing the Lions. Um, I got the I got the Bengals. Yeah. yeah. I got the Bengals. Yeah. I mean, the Lions are winless. Yeah. Um, I just hope Joe Burrow doesn't choke oh, during this game. Oh. Get it? Get it? Because he had a throat contusion. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully that Joe was pretty Bro- funny. Yeah, he can uh, breathe properly this game. Yeah. The, um, I say that the key offensive players for the Bengals that need to do well for them to win this game are going to be both of the Joes, Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon, because I know they've both uh, been shaken up. They both yeah. played last week, mm-hmm. um, but... Yeah, they. I honestly don't have much to say about this one. I just think the Lions. I'm calling it right now. They're gonna lose this game to a field goal on the I, final I can drive. See it again. So Joe, really bang, that would be the third. Right I'm not gonna lie. Game this season. You can literally look at my paper. I didn't write or my notes. I didn't write down field goal, but I said I think the Bengals will win on a final drive. There you go. So final I think there's goal. a good chance. Let's combine I think our takes. Justin. The one thing I want to yeah. say is this game's gonna be close due to that Joe Burrow injury and Joe Mixon being hurt. However, like you said. I think they'll be able to get the run game involved. However, I still think just like in terms of a couple of the teams that are undefeated or not undefeated, one team specifically that's undefeated, uh, we're not mentioning them now, but some of the teams with higher win totals haven't really played good competition. I think the Lions, the Lions have looked good every week. It's just not good enough. And I think that's going to be the case again this week where they're, I think this is their opportunity. They can steal a win. But it's will they be able to close it out? When will they be able to close out and finish off that win on both sides of the ball? So I could see them doing it. I just I can't pick it this week. I think the Bengals are starting to get hot. Yep. I think yeah. Joe's starting Jamar to heat up. Chase. He's getting their Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, season. Tyler Boyd. I think that's an elite receiver combo. Out of young receivers, that's a very good Jamar Chase rookie of the year. CJ Uzama, Uzma. So getting all of them involved. The other comment on this game, I think it's going to be an under game. I think the Lions have a very, the one comment I think is the Lions have a good defense. Lions have a very good defense. Bengals defense is also underrated. They did pretty well against the Packers considering they only held them. Wasn't the final score 22 to 25, I believe 22 uh, first points through the first four quarters. So that's my opinion on the game. I, I think you boys ready to move on. We go to, um, I do just want to say if the Lions, I know you were going to talk about the Lions keeping it close. Jared Goff needs to play better. He does. Mm-hmm. I think that that's really what's holding them back right now. I, I, so, I think the reason for that is, didn't mean to interrupt you in that take. I know we mentioned it before. Is I, I don't think it's even questionable. The Lions have had the worst receiving core in the NFL this year. Their current receiving core is the worst a team has had in a very long time. Yeah, I will TJ say Hawkinson needs to be more involved. TJ sure. Hawkins, that's a big difference maker. If you noticed on paper, the first two weeks, they went to him a ton. They're starting to run the ball a lot more than they did earlier in the year. So their offense has been going through the run. And I think a lot of that is a lack of trust in Jared Goff, yeah. I will say. But I agree with that take. Jared Goff needs to get going more. They can't rely too much on the run. But moving on, our next game, folks, is the Texans at the Colts. And I picked this as one of my best bets that the Texans will cover at plus 10 and a half at the time that I had this written down. 
Uh, those odds could change, but if it's still over 10, I still like that to cover. I think the Colts look so good to start versus the Ravens, but they looked awful in that fourth quarter. And it was just once that Ravens team got hot, the Colts just fell apart and they didn't know what to do. And I will say, in my opinion, the reason why that happened, two things. One, Rodrigo Blankenship got hurt. Two, Joey went to bed. So maybe yeah, that maybe that's what caused it. I think that. it's both of those two issues. When you have your leader in Rodrigo Blankenship not being at 100%, I think that's going to hurt them. What my final take on this game, if Rodrigo Blankenship doesn't play, don't be surprised if the Texans win this. However, I'm still picking the Colts to win. Colts defense is good, but if Darius Leonard, he's also questionable right now. If he doesn't play, that's going to be huge for them. I'm picking the Colts, but I want to pick the Texans. That's that's my comments. That's I think Texans cover. <laughs> um, Dan, do you have any comments about this game? Yeah, I was just going to say the Colts defense, I think, is what will win this game for him this week i know wentz has started off pretty poor for the colts but they looked good for three quarters against the ravens but that's just what the ravens do yeah and lamar wasn't gonna let the ravens lose that past game and with davis mills starting for the uh for the texans tyrod still out i think the colts will hold on to this and get a pretty easy dub against the texans but again i want the texans to win but i don't see it happening yeah. See, I'm going to go against the grain here. <laughs> I'm going to go. I can't wait for the Texans to win, and you guys are going to look like oh, clowns. I want them no. to. I want the Texans. That. I think the Texans are going to win. I love it. I, I think I would have chose differently had the Colts won last week, but they didn't. And the thing about the Colts is that they need. I know it's going to be a defensive slug match because the defense is obviously the best part of both of these teams hard-nosed football it is gonna be which is like lovely football yeah it is. Um, that's the best football one thing i did want to note is that laramie tunsil is out so that's going to kind of give me a disadvantage but Ooh. if davis mills plays as well as he did last week which i don't necessarily see happening but if he plays half of as good as he did last week i think that the texans win this one i, I think they have too many veterans on the team who know football too much I don't know how much I believe in Carson Wentz, and I think that if the Colts do win, they need to get a solid running back. Like they, they just have too much of a committee right now. And with a, you can have a yeah. committee when yeah. you're more reliant on your quarterback, but because they're so not committed to specific running backs. I think they just need to get Jonathan Taylor more the, involved. The, not biased at all because I, going, I don't have him on my fantasy team. Going on that, yard run I, I think committee That's running backs are becoming game. committee running backs are becoming a big thing, but coaches are going too far into it yes. in the extent that when you have a star running back like Jonathan Taylor, you need to get them hot. And to get them hot, they need a lot of carries. Exactly. You can't expect any running back to do well by giving them 10 to 12 carries i don't care if derrick henry only got 10 to 12 carries every week he wouldn't be a star he'd get less no. than 50 yards every single game oh yeah and 90 percent of the time i just think and and you can have a receiving back i'm all for a handcuff running back oh yeah there's a huge difference between having two star running backs on your team and then three or like a star running back and then two decent running backs yes and i think that if the colts win want to win this game or will win this game it'll be because they rely on jonathan taylor more also mo alley cox yep i agree to that i agree with that huge huge yeah uh joey what's our next game next game is the los angeles rams against the new york giants 
Uh, I guess I guess I can give my take right away. I don't think the Giants are winning this game. Nope. They have too many what? injuries on offense. <laughs> <laughs> what? No way. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants play this game from like play it from like a Madden simulator from the hospital, just because of how many Giants offensive players are injured. And I think that the Rams just take advantage of that. Easy win for the Rams. They're a top tier NFC team. The Giants have looked good on defense, but I just don't see them playing to the Rams caliber. Yeah, Dan, thoughts on the game? I agree, it's the Rams. And Daniel Jones is out with the concussion, correct? I, I don't know if he's confirmed he out, but most he's likely, he, yeah. I, I think most likely. He was a bit shaken up after last game. He was very shaken up. So we'll see if it's the Mike Glennon comeback game. Mike Glennon comeback game. We'll see. It's the Rams. We all know who the Rams are this season. They're a great team, and I don't think the Giants can keep up with them. Yeah. That simple. I, I, I'm My only comment on this, I think the only Giants chance is because Saquon isn't playing, and they won't have to deal with that Penn State karma. However, too many injuries for the Giants. When it's your starting quarterback, your starting receiver one, Mm -hmm. your RB one, your starting Mm -hmm. tackle, your starting cornerback, your starting safety. When it's half your team dealing with injuries, it's too much. And it's sad to say. My one prediction I have on this game is that Kadarius Toney is going to get over 75 receiving yards. Yep. I think that's easy. Sterling Shepard may be returning this week. That is another comment because he was really hot while he was playing. So I think the two of them could allow some offense to spark. However, both these teams have great defenses. Specifically, the Giants have a very underrated defense. I predicted this as an under 48 and a half game. I still think the Rams are going to win pretty easily in this one. No matter if Mm -hmm. Daniel Jones plays or not, I think Rams win this pretty easily. Not much to say on that game for sure. Yeah. Dan, what's our next game? Next game is the Kansas City Chiefs at Washington football team. Um, as much as the Chiefs have looked bad in the previous weeks, they did just play the Bills. They're playing a not great Washington football team, which I think their offense can get something working and get a win against them. Um, that's all I really have to say. We'll see what Washington does against the Chiefs' rough defense so far, but I think the Chiefs get back on track and win this game. Yeah, I agree. Joey, thoughts on the game? I think that Taylor Heineke is going to do well against uh, a bad Ooh. Chiefs defense. I'm not. I'm not going to go crazy. I have the Chiefs winning this one as well. Um, but I would like to see Taylor Heineke make it competitive. Um, he just has too many weapons on offense for him to not. I think this is going to be very similar to the Chiefs Eagles game, yeah. where they um, the football team scores a lot of points but just can't get it done defensively, and yeah. that's. That's pretty much all I have to say about it. We'll look to see Patrick Mahomes with a no-look pass or two. Mm-hmm. Um, Underhands. Alaire is out, so they're relying on their backup, uh, Williams. Yes, so, Darrell Williams. Yep. Pick him up in fantasy if you have him. He'll get some dump passes. Yeah, he will. Um, look for Pringle yeah. to have an early touchdown. Yeah. No, they have been getting. I do like Byron Pringles. If there is one, that's another player that I do like. That's a newer player in the NFL this year that's getting involved. (coughs) Oh, my bad. My bad. My comments on the game, I got a little bit too caught up there. 
I think the over is going to hit at 54 and a half. This is a pretty clear over game. Like Joey said, I completely agree. I think this is very comparable to the Chiefs-Eagles game and that the football team's offense is good. However, their defense is horrific this year. The Chiefs, I will say, my only comment on this, if the football team had half the defense that they had last year, I could see them covering and getting a chance at winning this. However, they don't. Ron Rivera is such a good coach in the NFL, just that defense hasn't figured things out. The Chiefs aren't in mess right now. And the fact that uh, even after the Bills just like defeating loss, it's not like that was their only one. They had a really embarrassing loss against the Ravens where they blew that. Uh, Another thing with them is that just teams seem to have figured out that offense where it's just you shut down Tyreek Hill allow Travis Kelsey to get those dump downs and force Mahomes to go to his targets that he's uncomfortable with. The chief solution was starting to run the ball more. Now that Clyde's out, I think they're that's going to be their issue this year, but they're still going to win this one, but I think it's going to be high scoring. In order for the Chiefs to fix that though, they're really going to have to get some like a third player. I don't know if it's going to be Pringle or not or who it's going to Josh turn into. Gordon. I yep. would prefer it be Josh Gordon. I know Joey and Dan would as well, but they need to figure something out or else like, they're going to lose to good teams. I'll say that. You want to talk about, you've been seeing that TikTok trend where it's like dream rotation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Josh Gordon's in my oh, dream yeah. rotation. Oh, oh my goodness, yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, our next game. Wait, Justin, I do want to, you said <laughs> you'd take the over. Whoa. Oh, if you were me, would you take the over? If I were Joseph Gallagher... I would Whoa. take the over. Whoa. Just doxed me, dude. If I was anybody, I would take the over in this sense. See, we were I, talking about this before the game. I'm just a little bit nervous because I use the Barstool see, app. It's ooh. 55. See, even though it's ooh. 55, uh, the over in the – what what was the final score in the Eagles-Chiefs game? It was It was over 55. It was, yes, the final score was 72 yeah. combined points. So even though it's a little intimidating, I still think that both these teams are so high scoring. That could be – the final score could be – 30 to 26 and which isn't a crazy final score especially with both these teams offenses and i that'll hit right there so Locking that's my comments right on now. it oh i i would definitely i wouldn't mind Four betting dollar it. bet oh our next game vikings at the panthers the panthers have gotten exposed the past couple weeks specifically sam darnold who really last week got just torn apart against an eagles defense which really isn't all that good i know uh, Darius Slay's getting going a little bit for the Eagles, which helped them out last week. But I think the biggest comment on that game is just Sam Darnold starting to make those mistakes under pressure that he was known to make on the Jets. And if he can get out of it, that's going to be the difference maker. I think that'll be on if McCaffrey plays or not this week. McCaffrey's the difference maker. McCaffrey's a huge difference maker for them. And I think that'll get their dump downs. That'll get their offense going. It'll allow the receivers to get more to open up a little bit more. Uh, I think both of these teams are above average teams, but both teams are also dealing with injuries. I personally think the Vikings are a slightly more complete team in the sense that I like their defense a little more. That's why, because even if McCaffrey plays, he's still still coming right off of an injury. Personally, I'm going to be picking the Vikings in this. I don't know either of your thoughts on it. Uh, Joey, why don't you go? What, What are your... What are your thoughts on this Vikings at Panthers? So game? before I talk about the game, I just want to talk about our live game because we are watching. Correct. Yeah, game. we are. Um, they just overturned the play on the field, which was an interception previously. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Massive fourth down right now. It, are the Buccaneers going to be able to convert before half, get another score on the board, make it a two-score two game before the Eagles have another chance? We will see. Oh, just got, got, just got a notification. Oh. They did not convert. Eagles ball. Wow. Eagles ball. That's, That's huge. huge. Score is still 14-7 to seven right now. Anybody's they ball punted game it. still. They, they definitely punted it. They're definitely punting. Yeah. yeah. So I thought they were going to go for it. Oh. No, you're good. They punted the ball. No, no issues. Don't do that. But Joey, what Analytics, are your thoughts man. on the Vikings? Sorry, I did get game? a little caught up there. All good. Vikings, Panthers, game of the week here, um, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but <laughs> I honestly. <laughs> Sorry, that just got me. I honestly. I'm having a hard time predicting this game, man. I agree. Yeah. This was... <laughs> I say think, what I have to say. I yeah, think this Dan, is the you go first. Dan, I'll, you go I'll, first. I'll yeah, just copy your, your thoughts answer. on it. So the Vikings are going to win if Christian McCaffrey doesn't play, and that's why I have the Vikings winning no matter what. So I'm taking the chance even if McCaffrey plays, I think the Vikings that's are going to win That's my thoughts as well. Joey, I will say, in this situation where it's a close game, you have to go with... Which team do you think at their best would be more fun to watch at their best? And that's how I pick these close games. I think the best is seeing Justin Jefferson yeah, break off an 80-yard touchdown and then hitting the gritty. Hitting the gritty, zone. which is better than Jamar Chase's. No, yeah. um, not, not even close. Yes, Kadarius Tony. I think if Kadarius Tony hit the gritty, he's oh, a real yeah. – uh, I, I think his would be the best. Now that he's established himself in the NFL, I'd like to see him hit a gritty, and then I'll comment on that. I'm going to say – so I, uh, dang man. I mean, I have Mike Trout. Sorry, they showed Mike Trout at the ball game. That's Keep fine. Going. I originally had the Panthers. I have changed my mind. Ooh. I am picking the Vikings because at their best, I think the Vikings are a better football team. I think. I mean, Dalvin I Cook and Christian McCaffrey, two of the elite running backs in the NFL right now, both suffering from injuries. Whether they play or not is still questionable. I like Mattinson more than Hubbard. I like Justin Jefferson more than DJ Moore. I think that Kirk Cousins can do a better job of getting the ball into his playmaker's hands than Sam Darnold can. Or at least Sam Darnold in the past three years. He was on fire for the first couple of weeks. He regressed a little bit last week as well as the week before. And I just don't see them playing at their best, beating the Vikings. However, this one's going to be a close one. Yeah, it will. Yeah, it will. Dan, what's our final 1 p.m. game? Final 1 p.m. game. This is a huge one. Los Angeles Chargers in Baltimore playing the Ravens. This one's just going to be a crazy game. Gargantuan. Yeah. Monstrous. This is a huge game for both teams. Mountainous. I know both of them want this win. Both of them had huge wins last week. Mm -hmm. Chargers beating. The Browns and Ravens beating the Colts at the very end. I don't know. I think the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to win this. What do you guys think? So, I think. I mean, we you, we know that I talk about how much the Ravens yeah. specifically play down a competition. They always shock me when they play a good team because they just all of a sudden pull out the big guns. Um, I think they get Bateman back. This week, they do, which is huge. That's gigantic. Um, because I mean, we know that re wide receiver core is a little bit lacking. Sammy Watkins, Hollywood Brown, Marquise, yeah. Um, and I think that's a difference maker for me. I think the Ravens getting a key offensive guy, specifically one that was drafted, uh, put a, a lot of draft capital in, 
I think that the Ravens are able to pull this one out. Lamar, his passing, you know, is week to week. But because of how consistent his running game has been, his run style, I think that the Ravens pulled this one out. Not to knock the Chargers, because I do believe the Chargers are an awesome team. But we've seen this beat before where the Cleveland Browns keep it close with the AFC West team, where they debatably should have won. And um, then the Ravens come come by and clean up the sec- sloppy seconds. So yeah. I think yeah. that's going to happen again. Okay. I think the Chargers need to stay hot offensively, but if... If their defense performs as poorly as they did last week, I think that the Ravens will win. So here's my comments on this game. And I also am going to compare it a little bit into that last week in my decision. Uh, both of these teams are coming off huge comeback wins. Specifically, Chargers had a big comeback against the Browns, Ravens against the Colts. The Chargers, I believe, are the second most complete team in football to the Bills. I think their defense, although it played lackluster last week, I think that game itself just turns into a shootout, which even if you have a good defense, it does happen sometimes. Oh, and I love their head coach, too. I was just about to comment yeah. on that as well. I know. No, no, no. Joey, I'm going to bring you up because you said it even before I even got to look into that he was one of your favorite coaches, Staley was, and I completely agree. Just seeing him speak on topics, specifically I, I listened to his speech on John Gruden and it really just turned into something or he's a motivational person. He's really good with the players. He's a great game plan uh, coach. And I really like him. I think the chargers overall are the better team. However, like Joey said, the Ravens do like to stay in this game. The one thing that'll keep this game close. If this was last year's Ravens team, I think the chargers would blow them out of the water. I agree. However, the Ravens are getting that passing game going. They're getting Bateman back. I still believe the chargers are going to win this when i compare this back into last week i personally believe still the browns offense at least their running game is a little bit better than the ravens running game is this year as of right now with the ravens injuries lamar isn't as reliant on the run as i think teams are planning that however i think the chargers are going to be planning to force the ravens to run a little bit more that's going to cause the clock to go down quicker i think the chargers offense is going to tear apart the Ravens' defense. I think the Ravens' defense has showed a lot of holes this year. That'll be the difference maker this game. This is also going to be an over game. That's the other part I compared to last week's Browns-Chargers game. I think this is going to be an over 52.5 game. Again, a higher over, but I think it hits. But I'm picking Chargers' money line. Okay. And that... And this is going to be a good game this week. Yeah, heck of a game. Two top tier. This this next game, I'll lead us into if you guys don't mind. Go ahead. Uh, It's... I think it's these two games are the game of the week. This I next agree. one, yep. Cardinals at Browns, is a huge game for both teams. The Cardinals are the only undefeated team in football. The Browns are a top five, top ten team border in the NFL. Definitely top AFC team. The Cardinals have impressed me twice this season is my comments on them that I'm bringing up. They should have lost to the Vikings on a missed game winner. The Jaguars, they looked awful against. The Vikings stayed with them all game or the 49ers, I meant, stayed with them all game. I don't think the Cardinals are as good as their record. However, they are still a very good team. The Browns looked a little bit messy the past couple weeks. However, they're still, I believe the Browns are the better team in this situation. I think their defense is better. I think the running game is much better. And I think if Baker's able to get the passing game going halfly, at least like he was last week, like Joey commented on last week's Browns game, Baker looked great himself. He wasn't missing throws like he was the week prior against the Vikings. 
I think that's the difference maker this week. I'm personally going to predict the Browns' money line, and I think the Browns will run all over them this game. I think they won't really need to pass as much. I think they're going to get the run game going like they have all season, and if they get Baker involved, they will win by a minimum of one touchdown. That's my prediction on it. I also think this is an over game, by the way, because I do think minimum of one big play by Kyler Murray. One big play, whether it's a run or pass. Yeah, the the Cardinals have showed that all year. Um, a big concern of mine is the uh, all the defensive injuries for the Browns and how that's going to look at the end of the week. Yes. But I myself unbiasedly think the Browns are going to win. After seeing the Cardinals only put up 17 yeah. against the uh, 49ers. 49ers. Which have a pretty good defense, but I think they're slowly tra- starting to lose that magic they had with their undefeated season so far. I think it's going to be close. It's The defense really needs to step up and get a win for the Browns this week, and I think they will. I know Kyler can pretty much do anything he wants on the field, but you got Jurassic Miles chasing you all game. Yes, you One do. QB hit, he's going to be Miles is just starting to get going, and I think that can be a big difference maker. Joey, who do you have in this one? We will have zero <laughs> undefeated teams after this week. <laughs> zero. Oh, yeah. Not, no, no longer will the Cardinals have an undefeated <laughs> record. I do have injury concerns about the Browns. Obviously, they've been shaken up. I think that's the reason why they lost the last game. However, I know that they had like 17 players not practice on Wednesday. Today, we saw most of them back, which yeah. kind of yeah. makes me less worried. And I know Kevin Stefanski is a little bit more proactive when it comes yeah. to injuries as well. So yes, he likes yes. to sit his players because he wants the, them to be in longer throughout the season. But uh, Jadavian, Miles, and Tack all practiced today, which is absolutely massive, especially when you're playing a team like the Cardinals because of Kyler Murray. Um, I think that the Cardinals aren't going to be able to get anything started um, in the run game. I think that James Conner and Chase Edmonds aren't the kind of backs who can... I think they feed off of bad teams well, uh, but against the team that has an above-average defensive line and that you got players in the linebacking core that are jok and anthony walker and mac wilson (laughs) (laughs) that's an electric core i just it's actually my my matchup to watch is going to be jok against kyler murray uh i think we drafted him with a very specific scheme in mind and it's because we play lamar jackson twice a year Kyler Murray, we all know, can use his feet as well. So I am looking for a huge game by Jeremiah Wusukormo. Oh, yeah. Stopping Kyler Murray on on the ground. I yeah. think that in the air, Kyler Murray can still have people beat, especially with the communication problems that the Browns have been experiencing, a couple of busted coverages. But we'll see a Browns victory just because of that high-powered offense. We're going to get pressure on the quarterback. I know that the Cardinals, I don't. I just don't think they can do the same. No, I know they're no. undefeated, but I don't think yeah. they're as good as the Chargers. Um, yeah. And I think the Browns pulled this one out. My, my other comment is Chandler Jones is out this week. Oh, that's big. So is their center, Rodney Hudson, for the Cardinals Whoa. as well. So Cardinals are also dealing with some injuries. Chase Edmonds and Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins were held out of practice today. Uh, Murray was a shoulder injury, but he was limited participant. 
Edmonds with shoulders well. He was also limited. I think uh, all three will play, but it's still there. Every team in the NFL starting to get to the point where they're starting to deal with injuries, but I think it comes down to who the better coach team is. And in this one, it's not Cliff Kingsbury's Cardinals. Definitely not Cliff Kingsbury in this case. I think it's Stefanski. And uh, I think we can move on. Joey, what is our next game? Our next game is going to be the Raiders at the Broncos. We all know how I feel about divisional matchups. What's this game? A divisional matchup. Yep. Yeah, it is. The Raiders coming off of some scandal that I actually... What happened? Mm, I don't really know. I don't know. Something about their coach, probably? Yeah, a little bit. Um, bit. The Broncos have obviously been outed as a fraud team. I know they were undefeated for the first three games of the season. Uh, No longer. Lost their past two. They lost their past two. And I I think they lose this one again. I think the Raiders pull this one out despite all the controversy. I think that they're just a better overall team. And I think the Broncos, as tough as their defense is, I just don't think they're balanced enough on offense to get the job done, especially with various injury concerns with Bridgewater and then obviously locks the opposite of a lock to win. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Raiders win this one. Although, obviously, since it's a divisional matchup, it's going to be close. Yeah, I I have the same thoughts as Joe. With all the uh, controversy on both teams, quarterbacks, head coaches, I think the Rams are still a better team. Carr's still been playing probably his best football this season. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I just... We'll see if Bridgewater plays again like... uh, he didn't against the Steelers, but like I said last week, I knew they were going to lose against the Steelers, and I think the Raiders will get this win. Yeah. At uh, Denver. Mile high. I think if Denver decides to win, <laughs> it's because Teddy Bridgewater throws it deep to Sutton. He needs to take advantage of his weapons on offense because he does Definitely. have some fan. Oh, yeah. Um, Melvin Gordon's out, I think, in this one. He is. Um, but he still has – uh, I'm blanking on the – Javante Williams. Yeah, he's the rookie. Javante Williams is one of the most promising running backs and in the I league And I think that sure. if they just need to be better utilize those weapons on offense. Yeah, I agree. Uh, my comments on the game, not much to it. They were the two frauds in the AFC West in the sense I that agree. they started off 3-0. Yep. Both teams were out playing their record early. The Raiders are the better team, but they're coming off one of the hardest situations in football that you can have as a team where you go from arguably the biggest personality coach in the NFL who he had the players all rallied around him to finding out he is a racist, sexist, homophobic bigot. Having all those emails come out really kills a locker room because when you have your leader, the leader of your team, and I don't know if you guys saw Derek Carr's interview when he talked about it and he like literally broke down in it in the sense where uh, Gruden was one of his close friends and he really took him on as a mentor and it really sucks for that whole team and I think that's going to hold them back in this one. However, I'm still picking the Raiders to have the upset. The Broncos are still a bad team, I think, at this point, or at least an overrated team. They do have potential. They can win this. But I do think what I think the difference maker is the Raiders, other coaches that they have in their coaching staff, will be able to bring the team together. I like a lot of their assistant coaches and their defensive and offensive coordinator. I think that'll be a difference maker for them. Uh, The 
only a big issue i think is with the raiders offense if similar in the sense that you think teddy bridgewater needs to get going Derek carr needs to get going like he was early in this season where he was the highest he had the most passing yards in the league he's still a uh, second i believe in the league in passing yards or minimum top five so that'll be a difference maker for sure next game daniel what Wait, is can it? I say one more thing about that game? No. One more thing about Jeff. No, yes. We all know what happens when interim coach, head coach Greg Williams comes in. They win games. <laughs> Never oh, as the actual yeah. head coach because he's trash. Yep. But when he comes as the interim head coach, he can rally some guys. And we saw that in the Browns team after they fired Hugh, Hugh Jackson. Is Greg Williams Hugh the Yankton. official uh, interim head interim? coach? Wow. Wow. Or at least wow. that's the article wow. I read. I could be open to being wrong. I haven't heard, so that most but, likely is the case. You know, if that happens, look for a big dub early. Oh, yeah. can come in quickly, understand the offense. You know, he'll have that defense headhunting. Definitely. Like this, like when he was in New Orleans. Yeah, most so. definitely. Moving on. Yeah. We have next game, Cowboys against the New England Patriots. Yep. Um... Cowboys. I think the Cowboys win this. Yep. I just have a feeling. My personal thoughts, I think the Patriots could just kidding. Just Ooh. kidding. Do it. We're, We're gonna talk about You're it scared. later. But You're scared to pick the Patriots. I'm not hesitating to pick the Cowboys in this. Dallas is dealing with a few injuries, however. The Patriots are coming off one of the ugliest wins I've seen in a long time for a team. Win still a win, however, they're getting their back put in the ground this week against Dallas. Is Dallas on both sides of the ball? On the line, defensive backs, receivers, at every level, I think Dallas is a better football team. Honestly, this Except year... for head coach. Yes. Head coach is a difference maker. Bill will keep it closer than people expect. That's why uh, the spread is so close in the sense it's only three and a half points, which I was originally surprised I about. Yeah, I, I would definitely pick yeah. Cowboys to cover, however, but I think that's due to respect to Bill Belichick, usually staying in these games. However, his team this year will not be able to do that. Uh, they are getting some of their offensive line back, which I think was a big reason why they struggled so much on offense this week. But still Dallas. Dan, any other comments on this? Anything yeah. different? Dallas, their main point from last season was improving that defense. They got Micah Parsons. They got Quandre, yep. who has had a great start of the year. And their only loss this year is to the reigning champions who we're watching right now. Which they only the lost Bay by a game-winning They lost to a game-winning field goal. Yeah, so I think game. the... The Dallas Cowboys have been looking really well this season, and I think they'll, I'll think, they get the dub. Yeah. This week. The I Cowboys are just too good of an overall team. Yeah. Like their run game's good. When they need to pass it, they can pass it because they have Dak Prescott. Yeah, they'll pass. Yeah, they um, their defense is hot. Unless it's raining and foggy, like it usually too. is in New England. Yep. yep. And. I just have the Cowboys winning this one. Unless, like, this is a shocker game, I think this is a pretty easy game yeah. to predict. I like taking underdogs, but this is not the game to do it. No, no it is not. No. Uh, no. I think we can move on. Yeah. We have Sunday Night Football, which honestly is a very difficult game to predict. The Seahawks at the Steelers. Both of these teams are dealing with major adversity in the sense of injuries. Geno Smith will be playing for, and starting. Steelers are dealing with major injuries as well, specifically they're on their defensive and offensive side. The defense is starting to pull together, though, is my comment. Yeah. Steelers' defense is starting to pull together. Ben is going to have some issues as he's going to 
Uh, Claypool is also hurt right now. He's so, questionable. Yeah. He's, he's questionable. Big Q on him. In that sense. So, same, same with James Washington. They have one good wide receiver. <sighs> yes. So if that is the case, which I doubt, I'm most likely Claypool and Washington are supposed to play. I still think this game's going to be close. I think it'll turn into a lower scoring game that people like, but I'm picking Steelers in this. I do want, like, my goal as a fan, I would love to see Geno Smith just, like, take over the NFL this year. When he got put in last week, when Russ got hurt, he was cooking up until that end of the game where he blew it by throwing that pick, which really might have not been a pick, but his receiver slipped on the play. I think it was Tyler Lockett that he attempted to yep. throw to. But I'm picking Steelers in this one. Dan, who are you picking in this? So Geno Smith, I want to win this game, but it's been so long since he played in like an entire regular yes. season NFL game. Yep. I think the Steelers defense are, is going to put up a pretty good fight against him and yeah. i think the steelers will win um they got healthy receivers hopefully for this game as much as i want judo smith to come into pittsburgh and tear him apart on sunday night football uh i don't think it's gonna happen one thing i want to say about Geno smith he knows how to use his receivers and that's to give the ball to dk metcalf yeah we saw that easy touchdown that. yes right that first drive he came in but i think with the lack of experience in the new age of NFL because he's been in the league for so long, I don't think he's going to keep up with the Steelers' defense this week. I don't Joe. either. I think the Steelers win this one. I have been pretty good at actually predicting the Steelers' wins this, this year. I think I'm perfect when picking the matchups that the Steelers have. I be had them beating the Bills in week one. I had them losing. Wow. Oh, no, I didn't have – I had them – Winning over the Raiders, I think. So I'm wow. not perfect. I had, one, I had one miss. Wow. But I think that the Steelers that are going to win this one. I think that when QBs like Geno Smith come in replacing a quarterback such as Russell Wilson, the defense is not prepared for that. And so because of that, they play a little bit over – they overperform in those situations because the defense is like, oh, who is this new QB? Who's this different play style? Like we're – they didn't really have like a half time to kind of game plan around it. All they had was sideline talks with their coaches. So now that Pittsburgh kind of knows what's coming, I think that that defense is smart enough and good enough where that they, they can like adjust accordingly. Yeah. And I think they eat Geno Smith up. Um, I'm, predict I'm predicting he gets sacked at least three times. I agree. I think that Geno I look at this game and I look at what injury is more significant, the injuries to the Steelers wide receiver core or the injury to Russell Wilson. And I think that the, the Russell Wilson is more of a backbone to his team than the wide receivers are to the Steelers. I agree. And I think that Deontay Johnson is a good enough receiver that even if they're missing a couple of guys that the Steelers can still do well. So I have the Steelers winning this one yeah. at home against the Seahawks. My only final comment on this game that we haven't mentioned yet is Najee Harris is also, he's been super involved all year. He'll be heavily involved again this week. It's going to be the Najee, Deontay Steelers for most of the season, unless one of them gets hurt. Uh, I think we can move on. And the to... Seahawks defense is terrible. Yeah, they are. So expect, especially when defending the run. Yes. And, we didn't really get to see Najee kind of have a massive w workload, like rushing wise, until last week. No. But because of his out. last week performance, I believe that he can do it. Yeah, so I agree. Uh, all right, we're moving on to our final game, Joey. Monday Night Football. Who do we have in this? 
We have the Buffalo Bills against the Tennessee Titans. Look for the Buffalo Bills to shut them out. I'm predicting the Titans don't score. If they do, it'll be Derrick Henry. That's my prediction. Yeah. The Bills are just... we. Are, I think the Bills are... I know we did top five. I think I've changed... I think they're the number one team in the NFL right now. Yeah, I, I believe we all had them as our number one this past week when we did our top five. I did not. I had them I did not two. either. Oh. Yeah, I had I them... I did. I had them top three, but I just think that overall as a team, their offense, their defense, they're just too... There, there's too little flaws on this team, and I just don't think a team like the Titans is going to be able to... Like, they, they can't capitalize on anything no. in this game, and I just... I don't see them being able to overperform to the extent where they beat the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see another stiff arm uh, like Derrick Henry did to uh, Josh Norman last that year. That would be hype. But I don't think it's going to happen. Derrick Henry is probably going to be their only key... Um, for the Bills' defense, really, because in general, the Titans have not looked great this year. Lost to the Jets. Don't forget. And I think the Bills are the best team in the league right now, and I think they'll get an easy dub Yeah. on Monday Night Football. It is a road I, game for the Bills, so that'll be interesting, but I think Julio Jones yeah. and A.J. Brown just have no, not no, been doing not. well enough. I, I will say this, this is only, I think it's going to be their – second or third game where both of them are going to be playing so i do think on the one thing is bills are at top of the world right now when any team is at the top of the universe they usually underperform that next week bills are so good both sides of the ball i still think they're going to win this one in a pretty dominating fashion however they're slightly overrated in the sense that they literally look unbeatable right now i still don't think Last week was their test game against the Chiefs. I don't think the Chiefs are that test game anymore with how bad they've been this year. I think this isn't going to be that test game either, though. They should win this game pretty easily. Both sides of the ball, the Titans just don't look good this year. Bills are the best team in football right now. I think they're one of the better coach teams in the league. They don't make many mistakes. And Texans, or not Texans, the Titans are just looked awful so far but they're starting to come together they'll keep it a little bit closer than people expect but i think by the end of the game the bills should have this one so those are all of our games let's move on folks solid slate boys oh yeah all right folks now back on to a little bit of betting we have our locks of the week and I want to say we did our spin the wheel challenge. We are moving on to this week's. Yeah, I'm looking for a victory. <laughs> just to clarify, when any of us miss one, that's when we spin the wheel. And when you miss one of your locks, that's when you get punished for it. If you want to see those, you'll check our social media. We'll have those posted by this weekend, I'll say. And starting off, my first lock of the week is the Kansas City Chiefs over the Washington football team. I know we already talked about it a lot so far, but... The Chiefs just looked bad last week. They're going to be really, really hungry this week. I think this is going to be that game for Mahomes, similar to when they played against the Eagles, where they also had a bad loss before that game. They're going to try to turn it up on offense this week, get those guys involved. I honestly think even if they have to go to Tyreek Hill and Kelsey still, they'll be able to. I think Hill's going to have a huge game this week. I'm picking them in this one. Uh Dan, I'll start with you. What's your first lock? All right, first lock, I have the Bengals over the Lions. 
I mean, it's easy. Bengals have looked good. We talked about it. The mm-hmm. Lions have not winless so far. This is a pretty easy lock for me. Joe, quick. Yeah. My locks. Bengals over Lions. Oh, why? Yeah. Because why? the Bengals are better than the Lions. Okay. Yeah, that's good enough. And I have the Packers over the Bears. I know divisional what? matchups, they keep it close. Okay. But, you know, the thing with locks is, is I don't want to. Rodgers loves beating the Bears. There aren't a he does. He, massive amount of games that you can pick for locks. And I also just didn't want to pick two games that either of you had. Like Yeah. So my original lock was going to be one that no Justin excuses. had. Yeah. So no I'm, excuses. No, no, no excuses. Oh. I'm owning this one because I do oh. believe the Packers are a lock to beat the Bears. No excuses. No, I'm kidding. I actually I like both those picks, both you guys. I like Bengals. I like Packers. My final one is the Cowboys over the Patriots, even though – that spread's so close. I think we can all agree the Cowboys are just a much better team overall. I think the Cowboys are going to turn up this week. I'm predicting at least one celebration in the end zone with Zeke and Dak together. I think that'll be a difference maker. Dan, what's your final lock? All right, final lock. Bills over Titans. We just talked about it. Yep. Bills have looked great. Best team in football so far. Just beat the Chiefs. Playing in Nashville. Easy win. Going and party. The next night, Josh Allen wears yeah. a cowboy hat next. I like that as well. Let's uh, move on. Next segment, boys. Do you hear that? That's no. us scraping the bottom of the barrel. Our next segment is going to be doing our bottom five teams. Going from 28 yeah. to 32, I'll get us started. I have the Miami Dolphins. The Atlanta Falcons, the New York Jets, the Detroit Lions, and the Duval London Jaguars. Duval. Daniel, Duval. why don't you get us started with your bottom barrel teams? All right. 28 Dolphins, 29 Texans, 30 J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 Jets. 31 Lions, and then 32 to wrap it up. The Duval London Jaguars. Let's go, baby. Justin, up to you. All right. Terrible. Starting off, 28. I got the Texans. Then I have the Dolphins. Then I have the Falcons. Then I have the JETS, 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 Jets. Jets, Jets. Jets. And finishing off at 32, I have the Duval London Jaguars. Yep, yep, yep. All right, boys. Number one pick again next year, baby. Yep. Great bottom of the barrel. Good seg. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Fourth Quarter Football Podcast. We had a great time giving you our predictions for this week's slate of games. If you would like to see more of our takes and some quality skits, check out our TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter pages, all at Fourth Quarter Football, and to see our new punishments presented by JBF. Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Hoo, hoo.